This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is My Mind Emporium. Welcome to my podcast. You guys know what I talk about. I talk about conspiracy theories. I talk about strange things. I talk about tall tales, and I talk about movies, basically. Y'all know it's Movie Monday. I already did a movie for you guys. It's about Rocket Man, the movie that I watched about Elton John. Go check it out. I want to talk about this movie that I watched. Another movie that I watched was called Toxic Skies, but it wasn't really that good. Um, But it was about chemtrails. Basically, chemtrails were causing a pandemic. Do I want to talk about that? That is a huge, important part about that. Do chemtrails cause pandemics? Stuff like that. But that movie, like, it showed you how things will end in real life. But, I don't know. I'm kind of trying to figure out, do I want to talk about that? Or do I want to talk about hot topics? Um, I know everybody is up in arms and y'all saw the tweet between Migo's sister. Migo. Between um, Quavo's sister and Sweetie's auntie who was like, no, what you ain't going to do is sit up here and drag my niece. She was not having it. I know you guys saw Bad Baby's um, video about the ranch. Y'all. But if y'all knew what was happening or going on y'all be like whoa it's like pop culture now has my life has basically became a reality TV show. I am dealing with things that I never thought I would deal with. And it was crazy because I was like, I wanted to talk about Toxic Skies. But maybe I should talk about this on Toxic Tuesday. But I'm just going to give y'all an a, a idea of what has happened, what has transpired in the last year. Let's just say some people who I never communicated with, some people I never met in my life, some people I never thought I would have a conversation with, I have been able to have a conversation with. And you have to understand the closer you get to these people, the more weirdos happen with meeting these people. I already told you guys two weekends ago, I met Raz B. I cried about it. And it was nothing weird happening to me with him or any female in, in that situation. Um, And that's because, I don't know, maybe it's just Raz's spirit or people think that Raz is weird or people think it's Raz is crazy. And so crazy people stay away from him, which is weird because it's like, you're crazy. You're real life crazy. He's tabloid quotation marks crazy which they would say that he's crazy, but he's really not. 
And I know there was something that exploded over the weekend that had to do with his ex-girlfriend. Um, I don't want to talk about that. I just want to talk about what I'm going through because that's his story and he has to deal with it and he has to um he has to own up to his responsibility of if he did those things and not if he did those things that when he did those things and why he did those things. But I want to talk about the weirdo strange things that have happened to me um in this past year. So I'm going to give you a pre-story to what had happened and then I'm going to turn around and tomorrow on Toxic Tuesday, I'm going to talk about to you about the toxic situation that derived from it. Now, this toxic situation has nothing to do with Orion. Orion, now, damn it. <laughs> the, this toxic situation has nothing to do with Rasby. Um, Rasby is not for the situation. Rasby has nothing to do with the situation. I just met Rasby because he was having a party, All-Star Weekend, I said I was going to do something All-Star Weekend. I knew something was going to pop up. I did not know it was going to be a Raz B party. It was a Raz B party. I went and it was a, a peaceful encounter. Um, but I want to talk to you about uh, another individual that I have met that made me question everything I know and everything I do. And it, it I could tell because we just talked about Elton John and his whole situation and what happened to him and how toxic some people can be in the entertainment industry. I want to talk about this toxic mess that happened to me. I have to be open and honest and talk about it because it's something that is affecting me still. Well, it's not really affecting me now because now I'm at the point to where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let God work things out and work out the kinks. Um, I know that this person is not exclusively to anybody, but this situation, y'all don't ever hear about this person being no scandals because he know how to clean his nose and keep his nose clean. But if he keep dealing with these toxic ass women, He's going to find himself in some big, huge trouble. So. I have to give y'all a prerequisite uh, to what happened. Y'all know I told y'all a year ago. Um, Amorian's brother, Orion. Basically started on Instagram late night crew we were not called the late night crew and it started off as a millennium monday because we were put on lockdown um because that's when the pandemic had started that's when the virus became at pandemic level so it was millennium monday because i guess they thought the tour was going to start back up and that this thing was just going to blow over that's not what happened they still have a hard time starting this tour back up. Um, they tried to start it back up this year and they had to move over the dates. Like their first concert was supposed to be, I think, this weekend. Um, or this Friday. Um, this last this last Friday. They, it was supposed to be this Friday in Atlanta. And they were not here in Atlanta. There was no show. Um, because they had to push it back because they're still trying to figure out what to do with these guidelines and how to deal with this pandemic or whatever the hell this thing is. So the late night crew started. It's, it was a spinoff to Millennium Mondays. And Orion decided to 
play some music and sit back and relax. And we all, it was called a late night crew because he came on like two, three o'clock in the morning, East coast time. But that was like 11 o'clock at night, West coast time. Like they're like three hours behind us. So when he came on, it was sometimes at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. One time he came on at four o'clock. I'm like, what the hell? Some of us got to go to work. Not me, but some of us got to go to work. So he would come on and just play some music. Um, he didn't really take requests. He just played music he wanted to listen to. We vibed out. Sometimes we had conversations. Um, I told y'all I met a lot of my close allies in this group. I have no problem with them. They cool. Um, we hung out with each other. And it was just something to look forward to in a dark situation that we did not know what the hell was happening. Y'all know when last year happened and we were put on lockdown and there was, um, uh, we were in a pandemic, which now I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, we didn't know what the hell was happening. And some of us thought that it was going to turn into World War Z. The Walking Dead. Um, it was just weird. It was weird. Weird generation that is 100 years removed from the Spanish flu. So we have never experienced anything like this. We experienced life after the Spanish flu. The luxuries of the life after the Spanish flu. So to be a the generation that experienced another pandemic, this will go down in history. So a lot of the things that happened in this pandemic, I recorded. Um, or what, recorded what went down or talked about because it just, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if I was going to wake up one day and there was going to be people outside doing brains. And I didn't know if we were have to get a gun I still got a pack of ramen noodles over there because I thought we were going to die. <laughs> Those ramen noodles are old as hell. I, I went to go buy some iron peels because I did not know if we were going to have to run. I went and found some rivers that we can drink out of. I mean, girl, it. I didn't know how extreme this was going to get. So... To relieve us from that anxiety, you know, a lot of times at night, and I'm going to be straight up honest with you, when you have anxiety and some people were dealing with depression, that is when you're at your lowest and, and, and you don't sleep that much at night. So with uh, Orion, um, he kind of relieved that with playing music. Now, I'm going to kind of talk to y'all a little bit about Orion. I'm going to introduce you guys to Orion because I had a crush on him since I was 15 years old. I remember I remember one of his songs, his first songs that he had, and it wasn't his first single. His first single was Take It Slow. But one of the first songs he had was on the You Got Sir soundtrack, and it was called Smells Like a Party. And I remember seeing his name on an album, and I was like, oh, who's Orion? And um, y'all know, you know, I'm beefing with his brother or whatever. It's a side, it's just one-sided beef, y'all. It's not a real beef. I will explain to you that beef. 
in a minute. But I didn't want, okay, in the back of my head, all right, B2K is like the popular boys in high school, all right? Raz B was my favorite. Raz B is really, truly my favorite member of B2K. He will always be my favorite member of B2K. And um, far as I'm concerned, he is still my favorite member of B2K. And I continue that he will be my favorite member of B2K. I went checking for no booger or no fizzle pops. I know a lot of you guys like Creole brothers. I was not feeling Creole fizz. He cute or whatever. And the first guys I liked in high school looked like him. But I wasn't really dealing with fizz. I, I wasn't talking to fizz. And Boog like a girl to me. I'm sorry, Boog. All right. There's no disrespect, Boog. You just like a girl to me. So my favorite member, my favorite member of B2K was Raz B. But I low key didn't want nobody to know I liked Omorion. All right. <laughs> I didn't want no way to know. Omorio was my type. And it was funny because when my mom saw B2K, my mom know I go for darker hue brothers. I like guys who are darker complected. So brown skin and dark skin guys. But Mr. Razbizzle broke that mold and made your girl like light skin dudes. FYI, I'm light skinned. So, Raz, Raz was my ace bone coon. I mean, not my ace bone coon. He was my, my boyfriend in my head. All right, he was my baby daddy in my head. He was my husband in my head. Uh, when he went through his whole little thing where he came out and he told everybody what had happened to him when he was younger in the entertainment industry, um, I knew that people were going to shun him because y'all don't like the truth. Y'all don't like the truth. That's point blank period. Cool. We all knew what was going on with Rasby. But, you know, when he came out and said something, y'all want to bully him. But that has nothing to do with what I was about to say. I don't know why I brought that up. The whole explanation was supposed to be about me talking about Omorion and how I came to like Orion. All right. We all knew Orion Omorion was going to be everybody's favorite member because you cannot deny Omorion's star quality, which is I am going to do a podcast about how I feel like the music industry has crapped on him as well. Um oh, I got a lot to talk about. Let me write some of this stuff down, honey. But I feel like um, Omorion, we you know talent when you see it. When you see a star, you know a star. Everybody knew that Omorion was the star of B2K. Omorion was going to have a successful solo career. Um, and that Omorion was going to be huge. And B2K was supposed to be huge. But, um, it, you know, they didn't get a chance to be the stars that they are, which is crazy that they come back 15 years later and they broke the internet. 
I want to see some of y'all faves do that 15 years from now. I do. But that's how much of a juggernaut they were. They were the best, but everybody knew. Um, that B2K was going to be huge. And that Omorion was going to be huge. Omorion is a very talented dancer. I, I know what kind of beef this is. But um, he's a very talented dancer, a very talented singer. He's a very talented pianist. And it don't get showcased enough how talented this guy is. So I knew everybody was going to like Omorion, but the one that caught my eye was Juicy Lip with the fedora on. <laughs> Let me explain to you why I had a crush on Raz. Raz reminded me of Cisco. <laughs> And the way he was popping and locking, the way he moved, and when he on stage, he had this whole persona. I was feeling that. He put time into his character and what he was pursuing. It's the same thing when I went to the party to see him two weekends ago. He takes time in his persona. That's the problem with y'all fade. They so busy being real that they forget that they sometimes are a persona. When you come up with a nickname, you have a persona. You have your on-stage face, and then you have your backstage face. I feel like Rasby balanced that. I mean, sometimes he forgets to balance that, but he does balance that very well. But what's this about to say? It's supposed to be about Ryan. So I like Omoria, but so did everybody else. But Raz was one that caught my 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 my, my lips. Caught my lips too, you know. But he caught my eye because it was his swag and the way he danced and the way he glide when he moved. I love Amorian too, but I knew everybody was going to love Amorian. That's the lead singer of the group. Everybody wants to be with, everybody want to have sex with the lead singer of the group. So I was, you know, I felt some kind of way and I was bratty about that. But I was, you know, I was like, you know, okay, well, I'll just stay a Rasby fan. Because everybody wants to be on a morning lunch job. And by the way, no disrespect to Amorian. But Amorian fans are the worst. <laughs> Which is where I'm going with this. Because a lot of us are Amorian fans and all became Orion fans. But I was an Orion fan when Orion came out, which is going to, you know, segue me into Orion. So, apparently I like room for the underdog. <laughs> but like I said, Omorion, you know, I got love for him or whatever, but I just really, I really feel like y'all just really screwed him over. Um, He got screwed over. Uh, I know it was mainly because of the accusations that Razby made, but how he handled the accusation also affected his career. But I feel like, you know, this new 
sack of shit that's happening with him affect him as well. With um April and Fizzle Pops. Girl. Like y'all, come on, y'all. Leave, leave the brother alone. Okay. But um, so everybody loves Omarion. And so I, I like the way Omarion look. You know, I love them caramel with cornrows. Now I like them caramel and dark skin with locks. All right. Notice the trends in my life. All right. But when I was younger, it was caramel with cornrows. All right. It was him and Mario. Mario with baby daddy. All right. So Raz was hubby and baby daddy. All right. Amorian was that thing on the side that I didn't know what nobody know about. And Mario was baby daddy. Mario was my, ooh, I love Mario. That's another guy I feel like they crapped on his career. I feel like he's underappreciated. Um, I know what happened for that to happen for him. But I feel like he's underappreciated. And when he said he's the best vocalist out there, he is the best vocalist out there. Y'all get mad when people say this stuff. It's the same thing that Kanye West said he's a genius. Kanye West is a genius. He's $6.6 billion genius. I don't know why y'all get mad when people call out their talent. That's what he is. Mario is the best vocalist out there. His voice is like butter and sour cream on a chive potato honey all right he can sing i want him to sing to me on my birthday you know and i'm gonna do that on a podcast about a sweet 16 that never was as well so i'm gonna write that down too because <laughs> i want to be 2k in my sweet 16 i didn't care if they were broken up but um yeah, um, you know, that's what was up. So it was like, you know, I was like, I liked Omorian, but I want to like someone that looked like Omorian. So when B2K broke up, a year after B2K broke up, it was crazy because I never knew that he was in the IMX My First Time video. Now, I knew the guy in the My First Time video was cute, but like I said, he didn't have his cornrows back then. So I guess I wasn't checking for him because he had a little curly top going on. But... He came out in 2004, and he did the Take It Slow music video. And he looked like Omorian. And y'all know, you know, I didn't want Omorian because everybody and their mama wanted to be with Omorian. Omorian can't do anything wrong. He farting for some reason. It smells like roses. Anyway, <laughs> Orion came out, and I fell deeply in love with Orion. And I remember my mom saying this. My mom was like, he looks like Omorian. I was like, no, he don't. He don't. And I'll be straight up honest with you. I know you guys are going to say they look like each other, but they don't. But I'm going to be honest with you, when he started the Late Night Crew, and sometimes I will tell you, when I was watching Late Night Crew, I'll be open. Would I not be open? I would be, like, between uh, dimensions, sleeping and not sleeping. And 
when you close his eyes, he sometimes sounded like Omorion to some extent with the laughing and the giggling. Because I remember one time he was laughing and I was like, is that Omorion? And it was him. So they kind of talk alike too. So I never felt like he looked like Omorion, but they do look alike, okay? But they don't look that much alike, all right? They don't look that much alike. They cute with the brotherly thing they got going on. But I know the difference between Omorion, the one with the mole on the lip, and Orion. I know the difference. So I was like, don't you like Omorion? How you don't like Omorion? Would you like his brother? I was like, they don't look alike. I like Orion. It was something about Orion's energy I like. I don't know why I liked his energy. But I liked his energy. When he first came out, he was really shy. He was really quiet. He was so cute. I never got to see him live back then. I never got to see him live. I never got to see him. Um, I know he wasn't on the screen tours. Let's talk about that shade. Shade. You had Marcus old ass on them tours though. <laughs> Showing his booty to teenage girls. But not too much. Not too much. Not too much. I digress. So, um, I loved Orion. And I wanted to be his energy. But I never got a chance to be in his energy until now, until 2020, March 2020. So when I found out he was a DJ, I was like, okay. I knew he had a baby. I knew he had a little girl. She's 12 years old now. I'm like, oh my God, time has really passed. Um, And I just, I wanted to know what was going on with him. I did not know he took on being a DJ. So he's a DJ. He would DJ music. So I wanted to know who Orion was. I wanted to meet him. We all know everything about Amorian. I mean, hell. You know, Amorian don't want you to know some things, but everybody knows things about Amorian. Amorian out there, he always liked that. He got an ice box where his heart used to be. He cold, okay? He cold. We know you, Omari. We see you, all right? Touch. We see you, Omari. Anyway, um, but I wanted to know what happened to Orion. I wanted to know what happened to his music, why there was no second albums, why there was there was a lot of things that, that didn't happen. I wanted to know what happened to him. So when we started the late night crew, it was my moment where I was like, finally, we get to spend time with Orion by himself see what he's thinking or whatever, but he still had that little shy thing thing he had going on. You know, he was still quiet and he's still unsure and he was still kind of a deer in headlight dealing with it, but he slowly but surely warmed up. So, when he warmed up, honey, <laughs> that's when we all kind of, we all, it was like the girls around him formed a bond and we formed a bond with him, or so we thought we formed a bond with him. So I'm going to talk about that next.
So he didn't really warm up until around Mayish. I didn't really, I wasn't really like on him like that, on his jock like that. Yes, I'm using 20-year-old jargon, okay? I'm telling my age. I wasn't really on him like that. Um, I was in a comment section. Hey, Ryan. Ew, I want to lick your face. Ew, you my baby daddy. Ew, you did good. You did good. I wasn't doing all that. Um, But because the reason why I want to see, but I approach things slowly, and I kind of wanted him to warm up, and I wanted his energy to warm up to us before I come in and make a decision on how things are going because he still kind of was you know starting out and, and the girls had bonded had started doing you know zoom meetings i wasn't part of those zoom meetings then so i mean i ain't really pressed about tonight now i'm just saying but just know this how you didn't start those zoom meetings anyway um i was a part of the zoom meetings they were having Zoom meetings. They were me talking to each other and meeting each other and forming a bond. I was still a little standoffish because I feel some kind of way about being part of a fandom. I don't like being part of fandoms because I think it kind of stunts your chances of meeting the actual famous person and being cool with them and not fangirling over them, which that bitch is going to do tonight over him about how much she loves him. Y'all make sure she don't have no vodka Patron in her hot damn system. Y'all going to be her real friends, honey. Anyway... Um, basically, they had became close. Some had had done meetups, all that kind of mess. And I wanted to be part of it, but then part of me was like, nah, you know, I know when it comes to women, that's Tupac's birthday. Um, I know when it comes to women, you got to stand away. You got some who are delusional enough to where they would could kill you over these famous people. But I eventually, one day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to press my look and see if he noticed me. Hey, Papa. <laughs> How you doing, Papa? He did eventually notice me. He did eventually talk to me. Fast forward. I'm not going to talk about the um, other stuff. But um, he did eventually know me. He did eventually talk to me. Um, to the point to where we got close to him. He had me on his panel. And I got to talk to him on a panel. He was really cool. He was really nice. Um, I talked to him twice. I gave him some good stories. I just wanted to make him laugh. That was my objective is to make him laugh, to make him have fun, to enjoy himself, and to relax. Um, that was my motive. But everybody else, I don't know what their motives is. I'll tell you the story on Talk to Tuesday, yo. So you see what happened was, um, you know, you know, everybody became cool. We became close. Every time I came in the comment section, it was, hey, hey, how you doing? Hi, hi. It was cool. Everybody was cool. Um, I had heard about what was going on, but I ignored it because it had nothing to do with me. You know? 
And I didn't care. Nobody cares. So, um, everything was fun. Everything was fun. It was fun. I would say this last summer was the best summer ever. Even though I was not road tripping to where I want to road trip with last summer. Now that I look back on it, I had a car last summer. I could have just went the hell where I wanted. And I could have just did road tripping while post-mating. But I wasn't thinking like that. But last summer was the best. Um, so we even got close to the point to where he did come or on my friend panel. And on my birthday weekend, um, I got to tell my story about my whole issue with turning 30. I had no plans on turning 30 during the pandemic. I wanted a kickback. I wanted an early 2000 kickback. We all were in jersey dresses, um, big bamboo earrings. You know, I wanted to get back my 13-year-old mojo because for some reason I was more stylish at 13 than I am now at 30. Yeah, you know why? My mom was paying for that. That's why. <laughs> you know, I had the pink French Manny. Okay. My nails were long. Y'all all walking around here acting like y'all invented these long nails and invented talking like this with your hands. No, honey. We were doing this back in 2003, boo. You didn't come up with nothing. And my cousin had the pierced nail in the early 90s and the late 80s before Kim Carr did. So be get your facts straight, okay? So I'm sitting over here. I mean, you know, I had the nails and I was mad because I didn't get to meet Raz B. And I had Raz B na name on my nails at one of the concerts. Raz B. Um, so I was, you know. It was my birthday, and he gave me beans. He was cool with us. We were cool with him. He was just cool. He just kept came around more, you know? He was just a cool person. He had opened up to us. We had gotten to know him. We had gotten to understand him and his motives for why he do things and for why he, he's doing basically his daughter, mainly, his mother, his family. He's a family person. Um, So he, he we, 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 got to know him a little bit better but it was still that little thing of we don't know you still which you don't need to know everybody i think i knew enough about him and even on panel he would ask us and he tempted my little journalism tick i got going on because he was like is there any question you have for me and i was like you really want me to ask the question <laughs> If I ask you a question, you might get depressed and have a. I'm, I might. I give you a Barbara Walters moment, okay? You might get depressed and start crying because I'm. I'm not gonna tell you truly what the real question is. I'm gonna give you an idea what the question was. It had to do with Rasby and his uh his uh, and what he said and um and where he stands on it. Now we know where he stands on it, but we it still didn't answer the question I had for Orion. But I don't want to know the answer now. Um, but we started talking to him, got to know him. He was the best. He was cool. I mean, we just, we just had a little circle of, of friendship going on. You know, we had a bond. We all had a bond. And I did not know that, but all of our path, life path numbers were threes. We're all threes. 
So um, he was, he's cool. I'm going to say this, even though this whole situation popped off, he's still cool to me. Um, I will always have respect and love for him. And regardless of how people feel or regardless of how that whole situation has made me feel. Um, and I'm saying this on my podcast, I will always have love and respect for him. I would never not have love and respect for him, even though I feel some kind of way. Or I might feel some kind of way. Um, so I will always have some form of love and respect for him. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, but I will be talking to you about what transpired and what happened and what was going on that I had no clue was going on when I, once I met a lot of the girls and I was, I met a lot of the girls on the panel, um, on Bego. So that's when, um, you know, things change. But things changed for them already. But for me, I was still innocent in the situation. And I had nothing to do with the situation. But somebody may, you know, or whatever. It is what it is. Um. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Um, This is my mind emporium. Be careful when you start talking to people around you um, when it comes to these celebrities. Because not everybody's intentions are the same as yours. Yours are pure, but theirs are not. Um, thank you for listening. Peaches.